0: Thanks for listening to Sportskeeda Wrestling. Here's our exclusive interview with Nick Nemeth, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler in WWE. You'll get exclusive comments here about his exit from WWE and so much more. You can watch the video version of this interview on the Wrestle Binge by Sportskeeda YouTube channel. I have been the luckiest guy in the world. Uh, I've been in the in the ring with Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, Dusty Rhodes, like Shawn Michaels, Triple H. You, Vince McMahon, all these people that you grew up watching and then you come to realize how good they are. The reason I'm as good as I am today is because I got to be
1: in the ring with those people. Going back in time, exactly 10 years ago, this is 2024, 20, 2014, is when Sting came to WWE. You were such a big part of that match. Looking back, how does that feel? Oh,
0: it's amazing, man. I, I, I've I've had a, like a ninety-eight percent loss record, but I have been the luckiest guy in the world. Uh, I've been in the in the ring with Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, Dusty Rhodes, like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, you, Vince McMahon. All these people that you grew up watching, and then you come to realize how good they are. The reason I'm as good as I am today is because I got to be in the ring with those people. And a really special time for me was the Spirit Squad. I, I was a cheerleader. I was, I go, what the hell are we doing here? As I, you know, and you start to realize it was a foot in the door. The uh, people were booing us out of the building instantly. And then every weekend I'm working with Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and any other cast of Hall of Famers. And I go, man, I, I was so bummed out. I'm like, I'm not sure what we're doing here. When this ends, do I just go away? And then I got, I had 20 years of experience in six months of every night being in the ring with some of the best in the world. And he go, now there's a reason I'm as good as I am today. And it sure as hell isn't just because I hit the gym every day. It's because I got to be in the ring with some of the greatest of all time and not just be out there with them, learn why I'm doing things, learn why something's happening learn to be the best. And uh, it's uh, I, I I've been the luckiest guy in the world with learning from I mean, Jim Cornette, Rip Rogers, uh, Kenny Dykstra was 19 years old, and I was 25. And he was letting me know on the things behind the scenes, like, watch out for this, make sure you do this. And I go, it's stuff that you I wouldn't have learned for 10 more years. So I got to learn from everybody. And you don't take everything from everybody and count it, you know, as, as like, that's how it goes. But man, that uh, a lot of a lot of people we're looking out for me and I've been very fortunate and I plan on giving back to
1: everybody else for the next 20 years. Amazing, amazing. Uh, so I know we're running short on time, but uh, one name uh, among the you know the pantheon of wrestlers that you uh, mentioned, one name that didn't come up was Bill Goldberg. And you had a very interesting kind of match with him. When you hear that you're gonna be in the ring with Goldberg, you are such a clinician in the ring. Goldberg is known for his style of match. What was that like when you found out? Um, I assumed I was being fired or punished. I'm just (laughs) kidding.
0: Just kidding. Uh, mostly kidding. Uh, no, it's no matter. It it doesn't matter. Like it's crazy. Another one. I grew up watching WWF WCW and I go friggin' Goldberg. Oh my God. What can I do here? How can I do this? What can I do here? And, um, and I got so excited and I find out that it's going to be ding, ding, ding spear finish. And I went. Why am I in this match? What can I do? And I fought all day long with the all day long with the boss. A lot of F words being thrown around, but excitedly, because I want everything to be, I don't want it to be trash. I want it to be, I don't want it to be okay. i be like, oh, okay, we saw that coming. I want it to be, what, what? And finally, I got through and got a little bit of something to make that a special moment for something that everyone knew the answer. Everyone knew how it was ending. Everyone thought it would be 10 seconds, and it almost was. But damn it, I just, uh, and I, I love it. Uh, a good friend of mine, Renee, was on uh, commentary at the time. And it's ding, ding, ding. We just kind of step back. Crack! I kick him in the face and jump on top. And I hear her go, oh my God! And I watch the crowd go, this isn't what! And that is, that emotion that you don't plan on is the beautiful thing about the art of this business. And every once in a while, I can make people do that, no matter if they know I'm gonna lose or not. My job, I have a very unique, special special set of skills, and I go, that right there is the reason why I am
1: out here and always will be. Amazing, man. Uh, We we never expected, I, I, I mean, we expected you to have that gig for the rest of your life right like everyone uh, did uh, you and kevin done nobody expected you and kevin done to ever leave that company but uh here we are I, I mean was it uh disappointing when you got the call uh no because
0: um uh two or three weeks earlier uh, sorry the last couple of years i've been kind of hey I'm, I'm gonna get out of here or take a break or leave or like, I'm, I'm sitting on the bench a lot and, and that's okay that's sometimes that's your place and i was constantly a break glass in case of a main event or emergency. And I and I appreciated that to a point. Um, but even then, at that point, like, I had to go, listen, it's one thing to where people think I might not win, but we'll see. But when eight-year-old kids are going, you're going to lose, we know. And you go, I I can only do so much. So I got to a point where I said, hey, listen, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I have the greatest career. I'm so proud of everything. I need to leave whether it's for six months, a year, permanently, and maybe come back, maybe not. And I was talked out of it a couple different times, and every once in a while, a wheelbarrow full of money came by too, and I'm like, okay, I guess I could stay for one more year and help some people out, which is fun and funny. But I got to a point where I said, hey, listen, I'm doing three-minute matches. You can do this with locals or someone else and and uh, get the exact same out of it. So I need to leave please let me do this. And uh, two weeks later, I
1: was, I was released. Is the grand master plan to do a Drew McIntyre and you know conquer the world outside WWE and maybe come back and conquer WWE? Um, I,
0: I mean, I did 20 years there, man. A bunch of people did three or four. And by the way, three or four sometimes, or a couple here and there. I mean, Sean took four years off and like people get hurt. I, I did 19 and a half years. And I likely missed about three weeks of work. And by three weeks, I mean three Mondays, not 21 days, three weeks, and one of them was debatable. So nobody has that. Nobody in the world of professional wrestling, no one that's gone to different companies, no one that if you don't count their breaks, nobody in the entire world of any sport or any human being has ever done that, ever. And I dare somebody to find somebody who could, because you can't. And it's not, and whoever's second to me, is not even close by a million. So, I don't I don't have, like, I gotta get back to WWE. I asked to leave, and I wanna do a second half of my career where I do everything else but WWE, because I've done it, I've been there. I wanna see what I can do on my own day one. It's like a Twilight Zone episode, you know, where the guy's like at the top of a company, and he's got all the gold in the world, he goes, I wanna go back in time, and I wanna redo it, and do it all again from day one, put all the hard work in, and prove to everyone that I can do this again. And we're all going to find out here, am I all show, no go? Am I a phony that's been sitting around? No, I'm going to steal the show every damn night.